Food, finance, and politics, and basically whatever I want to talk about. You know what? Let me ask you one more question. All right. Oh, wait, I mentioned left. Are you going to talk about politics now? I want It's not specific politics. It's, well, it is political, but it's about local politics. It's not national politics. Um, because we, you know, we talked about you know, community first. How do you think the local politicians have dealt with the hospitality industry in particular in terms of how they've handled the hospitality business? Um, because I'm, in Miami, they've handled it completely differently. Yes. Um, I, I have a lot of mixed reviews. I think a lot of amazing things were done. And like the outdoor seating. The outdoor seating, yes. Um, listen, you have one of the greatest cities in the world, as far and when, especially when it comes to um, food and restaurants. But the one thing it lacked was outdoor seating. And that's what people love. Why? I mean, I think one of the reasons, I mean, the, every, I mean, it, 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 it it existed, and then I remember when Bloomberg uh, uh, came into office, who who did so many amazing things for this city. Um, he, but he, the permits, the prices for the permits were insane. I I, I think when it, they first started, it was like fifteen thousand dollars for a seasonal permit, you know, and so it it pretty much disappeared outdoor dining, and the vibe in the city right now is so amazing. And well, f- that's that's subject. The dining scene is amazing. The dining but, scene, but the yes. vibe in New York City is not. Um, I don't know about that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going political in a different, you know? No, no. no I, let, I, let's talk about. No, you no, know, no, no. Listen, you know, to, as far as the restaurant industry is concerned, and people are eating it up, and it has brought more support to the industry. Um, and by the way, that's also which, temperature related. You know, well, that's climate. why I said seasonal, right? You know, um, but they are going to let us keep it until next year, so we'll have another year of it. Um, I think the city needs it more than anything. Well, right now, because of tax dollar, you need people eating out, eating and drinking, um, and, and and you know, the tax dollar is making for the city. Um, and I, I think when people start to come back to the city, the tourists. It's. I'm excited. I am excited for next year. That this is one of the things uh, that I'm excited about. Um, the outdoor dining. Um, it really isn't going to, as far as, as as my restaurant goes, isn't going to change anything other than the fact that I think in the summertime you're not going to be allowed to sit inside my restaurant, and it's not a COVID thing. You know, um, I just I, I kind of like it. You know. No, I get it. And. Um, and and people like people have been dying, dying. They would do anything to sit in my backyard and eat, and I never opened it. You know, I kept it there for friends or emergencies. Like if you know there was a screw up in a, uh, but they're back there and they're loving it. And I love the fact that they're loving it. You know, it's just a a continuation of the great things that have happened here. Um, it it it, and you know I kind of feel funny saying this I mean I, I think part of coming to Lucali is not just about the pizza 
it's the experience. A hundred percent. The dining room, the the sassy staff, you know, um, the music, the, the lighting, wa- the weight. The wait, people love the wait. Well, because you can go around the corner, you have a drink. And well, no, you, you know they're standing in line, and 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 they're, you know, it's it's like a community within a community, you know, and and they're opening bottles of wine and drinking while they're waiting, and you know, it's people, tourists from all over the world, and they're mingling and talking together, and you know, and. People tell me they love the wait in the line. You know, it was a great experience. Well, like to your point, it is a community. Look, there's a very big pizza community. Yes, that yes, not a yes. lot of like, unless you're like a pizza geek like myself, yes. and people don't realize there's a huge community. Like, you could, there's no sushi community. No, <laughs> there's people that love there's people that love sushi. There's and there's a large group of people that love sushi. But pizza people love talking to each other about pizza. Pizza geeks. Yeah, and I Scott Weiner. Yes, yeah, but I mean, well, he's he's on another plane. Yeah, yeah, but, another um, plane. He's yeah. on another planet. And but but the thing is that what and I remember in a that, good way. In a good yes, way, Scott. And I remember sitting out in 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 front and talking pizza with people and like. No one's, you know, you know. Everyone will say, "Oh, this place, this place is great." Have you eaten here before? Yeah, it's amazing. Wait, do you try? Then that conversation stops about Lucali, and this is just an example because when there waits at other pizza places, people don't generally talk about the place other than it's great or you're gonna love it or I've been here a lot. They start talking about other places, yep. and you discover other places yes, while waiting yes, in yes. the line, and that is yeah. to me a lot of fun. You know, so so. Yes, as far as the outdoor dining goes, that was one of the amazing things that they did. Um, I hope uh, people in the restaurant industry don't screw it up. Follow the guidelines. Try to keep uh, customers safe. Um, as as far as some of the things that I don't agree with, um, and I know the intentions were good and the... And it was a time of the unknown was the whole PPP situation. I think that could have been handled differently. Okay, well, that was a federal thing. That wasn't, that wasn't local. So we could talk about that another time. But I, I really wanted to focus on, like, New York State and, and more specifically New York City administration. Because I can tell you that from my experience and talking to many operators – there seems to be a shared sentiment um, of the, they all agree on the outdoor dining, um, but the, the, the regulations don't make sense because you're, in it, you're allowed to do certain things. You're allowed to do certain things in the city in, in, in a mass, but you can't go into the restaurants. And to me, it's a little hypocritical that you're allowed to participate in certain things and in, in mass and not, be able to, other than reduce capacity, which I understand, but, um, but you, you understand it, but you're, I'm, I'm a little, well, listen, well, 25% is an absolute joke. Okay. And again, I'm in Miami where they're allowed a hundred percent in the state of Florida, hundred percent hospital. I mean, we can get into statistics. Look, the New York city mayor came out and said, and I've said this before that there was no rush to get restaurants open, not because of safety reasons, but because not everyone can afford to dine in them. That was the messaging. And that was, I'm, that's a direct quote. That's not 
uh, you know, that's not an interpretation, okay? And there's a huge community of people, and I've said this before, the, the, the hospitality workers, and especially in the F&B business, they make up a large part of the fabric of the New York workforce. They need to feed their families too. Yep. And I don't think anyone wants to endanger anyone's lives. Correct. And I think there's a way to, to operate safely within that without endangering anybody. Um, I, I, again, back to PPP money. Right. And, and the way that was handled. Um, those who are out of work, so like, I mean, that argument, you know, we're collecting $1,200 a week. They were probably making more money sitting on their couch, quarantining, than they were actually working. You know, and he, this is the problem with PPE, PPP uh, money now. Um, you know, a lot of those employees did not want to come back to work. Yeah, well, they, were incentivized, they were incentivized to stay home. Yeah. And I, and I get that. So, you know, again, that's where I think the fault lies in the way that was handled. Again, the intentions were good. Um, it was this unknown to everybody. And again, I think it had they just... Uh, treated that differently. A lot of people took advantage of that money. You know, you got to understand something like, you know, you're handing out free, basically free money. Think about that. Not basically, you were. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of people took the money and ran, used it as a 1% loan. You know, all right, I'm, I took the money, but I'm closing anyway, now it's a 1% loan. Um, I think the way it could have been handled um, there, there was, and, and again, I'm really not well versed on things, but my thinking was the only reason why a restaurant has to close. Now, again, there are so many different variables. There are people that are, may suffer from, you know, my idea of what should have been done. Um, but again, we're in the middle of a pandemic, um, I think one of the things, and, and you know, what can you do in a pandemic? Nothing. You need money to eat and you need money to pay your rent, right? So what was happening, you know, and then they passed this law where you can't convict people, right? I'm sorry, evict. There was no eviction, right? right? Someone can't pay their rent, you know. There was some no conviction laws too. Yeah, in right? New York City. <laughs> <laughs> Um, again, the way, and and again, the money didn't trickle down the way it should have. And so, so again, you know, if no one has to pay rent, restaurants don't have to close. Right or wrong? Well, there are other things that there are other over, you know, there are other factors as well. You've got to pay, like you have to, you have overhead and insurance or fixed costs that you have to pay. Insuring your business. Business insurance. But why do you need insurance if you're not open? Uh, well, you don't. But if you're maintaining a business and if you're selling product, if you're completely closed and you can cut a deal with your insurance but, 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 company. But like, again, there are so many. Here was my thinking. If both restaurants, right, and um, residential don't have to pay rent. You're not getting evicted. No one's getting evicted. You need food to eat. Right, if you're an employee, so you're getting six hundred dollars a week as opposed to the twelve hundred. Now, 
you don't have to pay rent. I mean, you should probably pay anywhere from eight to ten percent of your rent. Uh, you know, to cover landlord costs as far as utilities and whatever taxes they have to pay. Um, landlords, um, I, I think we may have even just had this conversation. Landlords get a break in their mortgages. That's if they have a mortgage. I pay a mortgage, right? Now, if I don't have to pay my mortgage, I'm not going to let my tenants pay rent. I asked the bank. The bank said, yeah, you don't have to pay your mortgage for three months. But at the end of three months, you have to give us X, Y, Z. I was like, what good does that do me? I just, you know, I was fortunate enough where I was able to pay my mortgage. But, and, and, and again, it's, it's not like you're not paying. If you have 22 months left on your mortgage and, and you get this four-month break in your mortgage, you know, you still owe 22 months of mortgage. Oh, I get it. You know, and no one's getting hurt. You're not handing out all this crazy money. Most people weren't paying their rents. Not because they couldn't afford to, because they didn't have to. You know, a, a lot of, you know, you talk about these employees, you know, and, and not all of them, not all of them, were sitting home banking all this money and not paying the rent with it. And they were like, you can't evict me. And guess what? You know, rents dropped, so they're going to live there for free for six months, a lot of them. And then they're just going to pick up and leave and go get a rent at a, uh, uh, an apartment at a cheaper rent. You know? Yeah, no, I get it. And, and I think it was like, if the money was needed, give it to the institutions. That's if they even needed it, you know? And it's a, I think it would be a lot easier to keep an eye on 200 institutions than it would be millions of people, trusting millions of people with all this money. Right. No, I, listen, I, I get it. I don't know if that makes sense, but... We, listen, we could do it again. We could you, 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 well, you're, you're, you're well versed in all this. And you we could talk it. about and it for you, hours. Listen, you can, you can shoot it down if you like. Because I, I don't mind being educated. I don't I'm have not, a problem with it. I'm not here to educate you. I'm here to hear, get your opinions. <laughs> well, I, I would also like to hear your opinion on that. Well, my, my opinion is you know, that... Because I'll stop talking about it if I sound stupid. <laughs> no, you sound smart. And, and who am I to judge? It's, what, you're, it's your you're, personal you're, this, experience. No, no, no. But this is, you know, that's part of... The, you know, you've come from that industry before you got in the pizza business. Yeah, well, you... you listen. But you're... First-hand experience is your experience. Shoot me down. Why won't you just comment on it? Do I know what I'm talking about? Because, or or should I, I just keep my mouth shut? No, you know what you're talking about. I just said I don't have a problem with your opinion. It, I understand. Well, thank you. But Especially I, you. I mean, you, again, you're, you know, it's your thing. That, that's what you did for a living. Listen, I'll tell you what. The federal government did, you know, again, because they, they kind of were operating under the, the guise of a, they had a shotgun under their head. Mm-hmm. It, was the, it was very... You know, sometimes decisions that are made in haste. But they were, again, there was good intentions yes, behind yes. it. They're, they wanted to get money to people's hands. Yeah. And they want to do that for the second, for this other round that they decided to make an election issue. Instead of getting the money to the people, where President Trump was like, listen, let's just do what it takes, get them the money without bailing out, um, you know, poorly run states that was pre pandemic. They didn't want them to get bailed out for their poor decision making, you know, under normal circumstances. Look, uh, your experience is the right experience. Your observations to me are exactly on the ground, dead accurate. I don't think, I think the federal government did the right thing. I think the local government here, as far as the hospitality industry goes, it was complete double standard. I think. But, um, but the demographics was, are, are so different you, you, between Miami and here. 
you, you know, the restaurants here are super small, especially in New York for the most part. You know, you have these small, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I have, what, 750 square feet. Um, there's no room to spread people out. You well, know, you got to take that into consideration. Like I said, there was, it's, there are, there are so many different factors. Um, you have the nice weather. You, you, you have the outdoor seating there where you can spread people out. You're right, Mark. But the fact is you can't eat outdoors. You can't eat at a pizza place. You can. But you can't in the middle of August when it's 100 degrees with 100% humidity, eating pizza outside is not exactly the ideal situation. Right, but, but it is for sushi or other. Like I said, you can't to try to come up with a solution to appease everybody is not an easy thing to do you're right you know some are going to suffer this perfect example this outdoor seating you know it's it's working out great for a lot of us not all of us there are those who have bus stops or fire hydrants in front of their restaurants that they can't utilize the outdoor seating they're off a corner for for whatever reason it's they can't you know and i and i hope that the the customer um, realizes that and they pay a little bit extra attention to those restaurants. Well, look, it, like you said, most local... And show more support for them. Yeah, but I also, think, I also think that there are certain local restaurants that if they're good, if they're good, not just because they're open, but because they're good, as the pandemic started, locals within the certain communities will support those restaurants even if they can't they'll order food out yeah from them mm-hmm. um okay i want to shift topics if you don't mind um I so wanna, you want to keep going no, no i want to i want to get off it i want to get off it because you you won't talk to me about the local politics so i, I did I, no 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 i want to i want to know yeah, i just didn't agree with you okay so we'll respectfully disagree in some in certain things i want to know because I know that you serve other items in some of your other locations that are not available in Brooklyn. I would like to know if you plan on offering, like, listen, I love your meatballs, okay? And Have I, you had my meatballs? Yes. I mean, the ones in New York, it's totally different from my other restaurants. No, I, well, I haven't had that, but if they're, any, if they're anywhere close to their meatballs elsewhere, uh, I'm sure that they don't suck. I'm sure they're amazing. Do you plan on ever... Offering them in Brooklyn, like let's say a special night, like so we could, you know, and, yes, which, yes, which is going to make the line even like quadruple the length that it is now. Um, is there there's something in the works? Are you considering something? Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you want to share that with me or, or everyone um, else? It, it, it's tough to do here at this restaurant, you know. So um, I really don't have that much of a kitchen. As you know, as you witnessed uh, prior to this uh, interview taking place, um, I would love to, you know. Okay. Um, so, like, let's say. Hopefully, spe- I'll never need to. <laughs> but, but it'd be a nice thing, right? Yes, for- yes, yes. I you listen. It, you know, that's what it's about for me. You know, um, that it, it's it's not. It, it, it's it's about watching that person take a bite, and that's the beauty of an open kitchen. You know, you get to see the look on their face when they're tasting it for the first time. That's what it's about. Um, yeah, no, they're 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 coming. Okay, do you, can you share with us? They're a lot of work. I mean, you 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 watched me make them. 
you know, well, even we'll, though you've never had one, you you just you know you watched me make them for the first time, and uh, listen, I'll never say um, I have the best pizza. No, I as did. far as this particular meatball that we make here, um, it's pretty spectacular. It, okay. It's I, I've yet. I mean, there's one, you know, again, I, I just hate, you know, I, I think it's pretty spectacular. It, it's um, one of, it, it's, it's in my top two, my own meatball, you know. Okay. I, I feel confident saying that. All right. Um, so but with that confidence, like, is there a possibility that maybe you'll offer them like, there'll be like the second Monday in every month you'll do meatballs yes. or. Yes. Did, so is that, yes. is that in the works? Yes. This, uh, this particular meatball, I mean. Um, I, I made a lot of new friends in the industry and, and, and it, you know, we joke about it. It was the first meatball ever made at the James Beard house. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what do you mean you're going to make a, hey, I'm going to make a meatball. <laughs> Bill Durney talked me into it. <laughs> All right. So that was really his doing. Well, so do you have, I mean, can you, can you share with us? Like, have you... I just made a batch, and you are going to have, you know, I mean, you watched me make it, uh, and I, I think they're ready. I'm, I'm sure there are 10. I but, will give you one. But, well, thank and you. you can talk about it on your next uh, Okay, but I want to know, like, show. Th- like when are you going to, like, it's starting to get cold in New York. So do you think it may, like, you'll start in December, or you're still toying with the idea? I don't know. I'm still, okay. like, you know, again, toying with it. Um the, w- one of the issues is um, it's a very, again, uh, and, you know, I've made meatballs and I've made meatballs. Uh, it's a very labor-intensive meatball um, made with expensive product. Um, you know, there's the, the smile on the face that I love seeing, but then there's also the business end of it, you know, and... I don't know how people are going to feel about spending, you know, $19 for one meatball. <laughs> well, I'll tell because you what. Because from a business standpoint, that's what I would have to charge for it to make sense. Okay, well, I, I'll tell you right now. You know, spending, me spending, you know, for, you know, upwards of two to three hours to make 20 meatballs, you know, and that's what I get. And, and, and my cost is $70. No, I get it, but, it if it, it, but it, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, if it's as good as you say it is, I think 19, people would ha- happily pay $19. You know. You know, so they won't eat a few days before they come in to I see mean, you. It is a six-ounce meatball, you know. So, well, then there you go. And, and also, it's something that, um, for the most part, only I can serve. Well, then that's worth more uh, you know, than 19 I, I can't put it because, I, I, and I know this is going to sound crazy, and you're like, people must, you know, while listening to this, they're like, what is he talking about? Like... He's talking about right now not wanting to sell his ball short. That's, that's what he's talking about. They're, they're so delicate and, and fragile that, you know, I have to like, you know, because, you know, I made them once for uh, a Sunday dinner. And, and what goes on in, in my house uh, or my mom's house Sunday dinner is like, the, you know, the cousins and the uncles yeah, and my brothers. It's sacred and it's family. No, 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 no. They come in and like, what's the first thing they do is they hit the pot, you know, with, you know, it's like. As soon as they get there, you know, dinner isn't for another hour and a half. And it's like, you know, a, a, a bowl of sauce with some bread and a meatball, you know, to hold you over until. And, you know, I, I forgot to tell everybody, you know, I, I cooked. I, I happened to cook this particular Sunday 
you know, my, and um, my mom wasn't feeling well. And, it, you know, I wound, we wound up eating bolognese, no meatballs, you know. <laughs> they just like, they, they, if, if you, they're very delicate, you know. So that's one of the other problems. Wow, that's awesome. Well, listen, Mark, thank you so much. Uh, thank, well, first of all, thank you for your friendship, first and foremost. Um, it's, it's, it's meant a lot to me. And, you know, I went through some pretty highs and lows. Uh, with my restaurant experience, and you know, uh, it's as you said, the restaurant business is not easy. Whether you're successful or whether you're failing, uh, it's, just, it's just a difficult thing all around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I wanted to thank you for that. I don't know if I ever have. Um, and uh, listen, you've got me through some pretty tough times too. So you know, well, so uh, you know that 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 went both ways. Well, um, so well, I'm, as you know, I'm always here for you. You have been, you know, somewhat of a mentor. You know, oh. there's no denying that. Well, it's certainly not going to be in the meatball field. But <laughs> <laughs> um, and again, uh, maybe, maybe uh, matzo ball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to make a matzo ball. That's funny. But um, again, thanks so much. And I, w- I would like to follow up with you more about some of the things that we kind of touched on briefly in this conversation, and um, maybe we'll get some cooking tips from you the next time, additional cooking tips. Um, and again... Are uh, you excited? Am I excited? Yeah. For the cooking tips? No, you're going to have a meatball for the first time. Oh, I'm super excited. I, I, that's why i got to wrap this thing up. I want to eat it. Um, uh, thanks for listening to Wiseology, and my dear friend Mark Iacono, the founder and uh, creator of Lucali. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. <laughs> A solid Olympic 10. Absolute zero. Food, finance, and politics, and basically whatever I want to talk about.